0: Ride the Vibes, a refreshing, fun, and informative experience. Join Steve and Winnie on VoiceTube Studios. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ride the Vibes. This is your host, Steve. And this is your host, Winnie. All all right, And today we're going to be talking about Chinese New Year or what's more commonly referred to as Lunar New Year.
1: Yes, Lunar New Year, because we know that um, this is from the lunar calendar, right? The lunar calendar.
0: Right. So the Western New Year kind of um, revolves around the sun and sort of the Gregorian calendar, which is a little bit less accurate. And Asia traditionally revolves around the lunar calendar.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why we don't just call it Chinese New Year. We call it the Lunar New Year. So since today is the Lunar New Year special, we have two special guests
0: on the show. That's right. We're going to be getting some perspective from different countries like Japan, Taiwan and Korea. All
1: right. So, Steve, you said you worked in Korea before.
0: That's right. So I had a little bit of an experience with the Korean holiday, which is um, known as Seoul now, which is the equivalent of Lunar New Year. All right. So you'll be covering that part. But what about Japan? Well, I think we have a special guest from Japan today. Ooh, all right.
2: Who Who is she?
1: So that's Yukiko, a true Japanese woman. All right, so who's next?
0: We have one more Taiwanese guest today who was also a co worker. Welcome, Victoria, to the show.
3: Hi, everyone. This is Victoria. Nice to meet you all
0: why do you sound a little awkward there
1: (laughs) hey yo (laughs) all right so to be honest i have no idea what yukiko just said so can you just like sort of translate that in english for Dum Dum
0: winnie
2: um i'm yukiko from hukuoka and the uh this is actually my first time so i'm a bit nervous but i'll do my best
0: all right cool so we have two guests today so we have a lot to talk about but i think at first we should start with taiwan since we have two people from taiwan here You guys want to talk about certain aspects of the Lunar New Year, like gambling. I was really curious with this gambling thing. What is that?
1: All right. So um, when it comes to gambling, I am not an expert. And I got to admit, I am a dumb-dumb when it comes to to gambling. I do not know how to play mahjong. I do not know how to play dala, or I do not know how to play poker. I am basically an idiot when it comes to gambling. So I'm going to give this one to Victoria.
3: Right. um, So this is something that my family do. I don't know if you guys do it too, that we like to play poker and mahjong like all night uh, for especially the first day of the uh, Chinese New Year Eve to (laughs) Sui. because Sui actually means that you have to stay up. Stay up all night? Stay up all night, yes, Mm -hmm. so that you can have a better year. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, well, I
1: I think so. 朱稀, right, is the first night of... The Lunar New Year is like Chusei, right? Right, right,
3: right. Uh-huh. So we pl- we pretty much I learned everything from my dad, like poker, how to show hand, soha. Soha.
1: Uh, yeah, I know the term, but I have no idea what that is.
3: Right, but I I'm still like a bad gambler too. So <laughs> at least at least, at
1: least you know how to gamble. Yeah. I tried to join them, but every time they're just, like, playing their mahjong and playing their poker, I'm just always sitting at the corner and crying by myself.
3: Really? <laughs> Actually, um, there's so many rules for different types of mahjong. There's, like, Cantonese mahjong. There's... Also Taiwanese and something else like China, so like at one point, like uh, three of my roommates back in the states, we created our own mahjong rules. You
1: created your own mahjong yes, rules. Yes, because
3: one of them is from uh, Hong Kong, one of oh. them is from China, and I'm from oh. Taiwan. So we combine everything together. We <laughs> created our own mahjong rule.
0: I'm already having a headache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. I'm actually really surprised to hear that. Uh, Poker is a popular game during Chinese New Year. Because whenever I think about poker, I always think about the West. And I had seen my uh, my, family's—my friend is married to a Taiwanese um, woman— and their whole family goes crazy for Mahjong during the uh, Chinese New Year. So I was aware of that mm-hmm. game.
1: Well, um, well, like I said, I, I am not very good at gambling. I don't even know how to play the game. So um, when it comes to the Lunar New Year, I'm always in the kitchen. I cook for my family because on Ye, uh, the first night of the Lunar New Year, uh, we have reunion dinner. So I'll be in the kitchen.
0: Oh, okay. So it almost sounds like kind of maybe what like, Thanksgiving would be mm-hmm. for like the U.S. or Canada. So how does this reunion dinner play out?
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, like like you said, it's very um, similar to thanks to your Thanksgiving dinner. But I'm gonna let Victoria tell her tell us uh, her story first.
3: Okay, so for reunion dinner, usually everyone moves to the south if you live in the if you live in Taipei, and um, usually you just eat a lot and a lot of food, <laughs> stuff yourself with food, mm-hmm. and wait for. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wait for the red envelopes, right? Right, right, right. Uh-huh. Well, um, I think the reunion di- Well, the traditions of reunion dinner has changed a lot because I think in the past, when um, uh, in the older times and in- for the older generations, there are certain dishes that definitely has to be on the table. For example, fish, uh, meaning that you will always have you know extra food on the table, and you will always have a rich life. And then also gao, rice cake. Uh, we, we, we say bu bu gaoshen. That means you will keep improving. But now I think since people are getting busier and busier, um, they usually order food takeout. So that is a very, very interesting uh, phenomenon. OK, so Steve and Yukiko, you guys have been living in Taiwan for quite a few years. Now, I want to know your experience with uh, the Lunar New Year.
0: Yeah, you know, I actually haven't done a whole lot for Chinese New Year, even though I've always really kind of wanted to see it more um, more closely with like a family. But I did have one um, encounter with the hongbao or the red envelopes that usually have money in them. Um, I went inside Family Mart, which is a famous convenience store in Taiwan, and they actually gave me a free hongbao, which was kind of cool. And I actually won money on it. I won, I think it was like three or five hundred uh, t- new Taiwanese dollars. You're
1: very, very lucky. I don't think I've ever won anything like that. Yeah,
0: so that's actually, sadly, but all I have. But Yukiko has also been in Taiwan for quite a while. So I'm yes. curious about what your experience with Chinese New Year has been.
2: Um, I actually didn't really get to experience like a hardcore Taiwanese New Year. But I think it. I we did the takeout from the restaurant. It had like, um, how do you say, the the, the something is jumping in the pot soup or something foldiao yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I had that and some kind of like a crab and stuff.
0: Okay, so you've gotten to try quite a bit of the traditional foods.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: And how does this differ from Japan?
2: Um the food is different at at the first place. We have this um the food called osechi that usually if it's countryside like a mother or the grandma cooks. And then, well, just like Winnie said, that nowadays people are so busy, so they just buy the takeout. And then also, the way you guys mentioned the other, the honbao. We actually do have that same thing, but it's not the uh, color related, though. We just call it otoshidama, and then it's um, for the kids.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think that's very similar to uh, in Taiwan that like if you're a kid, you receive more homebao, and then if uh, once you start working, you have to give homebao to the kids or, or you relatives. might not be
1: getting any hongbao once you start working. Like exactly, me right now, I'm oh, crying.
3: But actually, in China, they do give homebao on WeChat, so it's digital. So
1: I know that in Taiwan we don't use WeChat, but I think there are other apps that we can that that is like similar to WeChat that you can give hongbao to. But I don't know what they are. So I'm going to do some research and then I'm going to tell my parents and hopefully get some hongbao.
0: Yeah. So I'm actually curious because you say the kids get the hongbao or the red envelopes. But my friend who's married to a Taiwanese lady, he says he has to give red envelopes to her parents.
3: Well, it, out of respect, I think you should be giving to your parents or elders um, some a, a big packet of hongbao.
1: Yeah, like uh, once you start working, it, it, you kind of have to do that because um, uh, when it comes to Asian culture or Chinese culture, um, we we really put a lot of emphasis on xiao shun. That means giving back to your parents because uh, when you were younger, they took care of you, and uh, you know they paid for your school and stuff. So like in return, you kind of have to give them home bao to thank them.
0: Okay, well that's kind of interesting there. Um, Speaking about Chinese New Year, what is, I'm wondering what everyone's favorite part of Chinese New Year is. Unfortunately, I don't really get to participate in this holiday as much as I wish I could. So my favorite part is actually probably just getting some time off of work and having about a week to travel or relax.
1: Mm-hmm. That is very important. Uh, but my favorite part of Chinese New Year is probably the lottery part, the scratch tickets. Um, you, can, you can use uh, some, you know, like maybe a hundred dollar bill, like little money, and then you can win some extra money. And then I would always use the money that I won to buy some firecrackers. Um, we have a type of firecracker. Uh, that is shuai uh, pao, so um, it's very tiny, and it looks like a candy, and if you throw it on the ground, it explodes, and um, I kind of like to throw that to people. Uh, this is not recommended, and if there are any kids listening, do not do this. This is very dangerous, so I like to call this the firecrackers battle, and uh, yes, I'm a high. you know, I'm like a little... Uh, brat I'm like a stupid kid that likes to do dangerous things but this is not recommended.
0: Well then okay, that's interesting. I'm just wondering, are those firecrackers the white colored ones?
1: Yeah, yeah, the white colored ones.
0: Oh, and the, yeah, and you throw them at the ground and they make this loud popping sound.
1: Mhm.
0: Oh yeah, we Yeah, have there, those there, in the there's West,
1: like too. um all kinds of different <laughs> firecrackers. Uh the I would say the the one that I am talking about the shripao one is probably the safest one.
0: Oh, okay, that's interesting. So I'm wondering, Yukiko, what is your favorite part of Lunar New Year?
2: Uh my favorite part is the the food, to, to be honest, when it comes to Japanese New Year. and then we get to eat food, and then the next day we get to eat food again, and then food, 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 right? And then uh, we get to take a rest as well. Uh, we do have the other lottery thing as well. I think the price is pretty high. I think it's 300 million or more than that. Yeah. So people go crazy about that, but uh, we try that. I never won any of it, sadly. Uh, we don't do fire crackers, though. Don't do it, guys. It's dangerous.
1: Okay, thanks, Yukiko. I think uh, we've already made it very clear that firecrackers are dangerous, and I don't do that anymore. That's the little winnie. All right. All right. Uh, Victoria, how about yours?
3: I have to agree with um winning the lottery part because it's one of the things that actually can, you know, people are like superstitious. Like maybe if I scratch the lottery or wait, wait, what? scratch the paper, <laughs> scratch the paper, scratch ticket, scratch ticket, then uh, I'll be lucky, you know, and prosperous throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another thing that I like to do is uh, go to the temple.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Go to temples. Well, um, I'm a Christian, so I'm not really familiar with this part. So I'm going to leave that part to you.
3: Right. It's just about like, you know, praying and stuff and just uh, wishing for a safe and healthy life. Usually because um, if it's like a new year, some of the horoscopes in Chinese, Chinese hor- horoscopes mm-hmm. that you will get like no, <laughs> you might fan have taisui. like bad luck or, you know, some things that you have to go to the temple to wish for a good luck.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I know that um, in, in Japan, you guys also have lots of temples, right? So um, do you have any experience uh, when it comes to going to temples during your new year, Yukiko?
2: Uh, we do have the thing called Sanja mairi and then you go to a uh, temple or shrine. Either's fine, temple or shrine, and then you go three of them, mm-hmm. and then you wish for the good luck for the new year, and then yeah, that that's about it. <laughs> we, uh, me and my family, uh, do that every year. I don't know if a lot of people still do that though.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never really experienced temples on a holiday um, because kind of like Winnie, I grew up in a Christian household, so we did more churches. Um, but I have seen in Taiwan that they like to burn money. Um, I don't know if they do this for Lunar New Year, but I see that they burn money and they do a lot of stuff with incense and people tend to pray and I guess probably wish for good luck. It's uh,
1: well, religion and tradition is sort of like the same thing in Taiwan. A lot of the things are sort of intertwined, I think.
2: You know what? I have a question about the, the, the burning thing on the street. I see that on the street a lot of times the people just burn in the stuff on the street. I don't, I heard it's the money for the people who passed away. But I s- actually see it really often. So like, is it? Are they burning every day for the money? Like, what, what is it about?
1: Well, yes, like I said, the religion and tradition is... Uh, the, these two things are sort of intertwined in Taiwan. So, um, as far as I know, uh, when it comes to companies or stores, uh, uh, from the lunar calendar, the second day of each month, uh, they would burn some money, and then they would sort of worship the, the god, and uh, they, they, they pray for a good business. That's what they do. And then uh, when it comes to the ghost month, 中元节, they also do that uh, most of the times. It's for your ancestors. They say giving money to your ancestors so that they can have a really good life in heaven. They can buy the things that they want. So um, this is the tradition.
3: But it's n- actually not real money. It's just paper money with uh, you know, the idea that this is money burning for the ancestors or uh, spirits, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and uh,
1: I think nowadays, they don't just burn money. They also burn cars.
3: Right, paper yeah. cars, paper clothes. But actually, it's really bad for the environment. So mm-hmm. right now, they just you buy them, and then the temple will recollect them. Like, this is your uh, thought. So mm-hmm. it's it, you, you're purchasing it good. So um, we're just recycling it for you for other people to purchase.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still very important that we protect um, our planet. And it's the thought that counts. And one last thing that I want to talk about that is also very important. So um, I think when, well, everywhere you go, um, not just during Chinese New Year, uh, we would have Chunlian. We have these spring couplets. And they're usually there all the time, right? But um, every Chinese New Year, we would replace with new ones. So what is a Chunlian? What is a couplet? It is, um, you would write... Right? Do you say write or do you say paint? Well, we would do um, Chinese calligraphy on a piece of red paper.
3: Yes, it's very important to change. My dad always makes me <laughs> change it every year because sometimes, like you know, like this year is the year of the rat. It's actually the golden year of the rat too.
1: Why? So, well, what What is a golden year?
3: Um, it, because it rotates, mm-hmm. uh, and this year happens to be Jin Shu, mm-hmm. so like golden year. I. A golden rat. So uh, supposedly it should be more, I don't know, well, you should be more wealthy. I don't know. Something like that. Steve is Googling. So, Steve, well, what did you see?
0: Yeah, since I've uh, not really had any idea of what's going on in this part of the conversation, I decided to Google it. And it's called the year of the metal rat. So metal rat year. Um, basically, Victoria had it right. It's going to be a very prosperous and strong year for all mm-hmm, the zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. So whatever animal you are. Yay. And everyone will be, um, it's a great year for founding and evolving. And if you buy real estate, start a business, or invest your money long term, it's supposed to be a good year and you'll be satisfied with your long term investments.
1: All right. So that's pretty much the Taiwanese Lunar New Year experience. And Steve, what about your Korean New Year experience?
0: Yeah. So I was a teacher in Korea from 2014 to 2016. And since I taught kindergarten, my students were like five years old. um, I got to teach them about their. Lunar New Year which is called Seoul now And I also got to learn myself So um, I know that I mean I'm not an expert I'm not Korean But I know the most famous food they eat Is something called John John. Uh, There's not really an English translation For this so it's basically a Pancake made with fish vegetables And rice Um, they like to Play games so I remember for my students We actually made a dreidel do you know what a dreidel is
1: I have no idea what
0: that is Um, It's also known as a top Oh. So you spin it top and i'll give my one experience i really had though um i used to take my students on field trips and they had one field trip where they had to go talk where they had to do all this traditional stuff and learn about um now or lunar new year and one of the biggest parts of sol now is actually a bow it's called sebe sebe it's a bow they have to do children do it for their elders it's kind of a show of respect Mm-hmm. but it's very, very um, specific in the order you need to do it. Like you need to do stuff with like your left hand and right hand and your knees and you have to bow in a very specific order and my students were much better than me so I kept messing up and this older Korean woman kept like readjusting my body and <laughs> kind yeah, of I moving, probably do the same. moving my hands around so I wasn't very good at it but it was really cool to actually get to join the children in um, part of the festivities. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll mention is that Uh, Much like Chinese, um, there's kind of traditional clothing. In Korea, they call them hanbok, Mm -hmm. and they're Korean traditional clothing. They're very colorful, like red, orange, green, um, and they look really, really lavish and nice. And so the students all dressed up in these clothing, and I guess on the first real day of Seoul now in the morning, people will put on their hanbok, which I think they change every year or every few years Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think when it comes to traditional clothing it's the same in taiwan
2: and also in japan i think uh do you guys wear kimonos um i don't think we do that anymore i know that my grandparents generation they used to wear kimono on a new year's day right
3: i think in taiwan we also have very similar thing uh there's actually no english word for that but it's called So it's like cotton padded jacket Mm -hmm. with like some traditional uh, patterns on it. Patterns on Mm -hmm. it, yes. As a kit, but in Taiwan we usually wear red to uh, welcome the new year and Mm -hmm. new clothes too. New clothes, Mm -hmm. new hairstyle, new nails, Mm -hmm. new Uh, shoes. Everything new you have to wear a red undie a red undie okay tell me
2: more about the red undie. i'm very interested like does it have to be like a red red or like a little dark red or like (laughs) like what kind like like um does it have to be
3: why does it have to be red well red is the traditional color uh, but red undie means to bring good luck. So everything red, yeah. As long as it's red, it you're good for the year.
1: Now about the red undie, it's not just undie. Also the bras. <laughs> like if you wear red bras, red undies while you're playing mahjong or poker, right. you get like you get extra luck. You're gonna win money.
0: Now I'm just imagining everyone playing mahjong with like no clothes on and just red underwear and red bras.
1: <laughs> no, no, you got to you got to wear something outside. Okay, it's the the Chinese New Year is is in winter and it's going to be cold and it's going to be so weird if you just like wear your red undie and your red bras and sitting there and playing mahjong with your family. Can you imagine that? No.
0: Okay, well I think we talked a lot about Taiwan and Korea. So let's kind of jump to Japan. So Yukiko, one interesting fact I found out is that Japan doesn't really have a traditional uh, Lunar New Year. We
2: don't have it. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, how do I explain? Uh, we changed the calendar. Like, um, when was that? 1973?
0: Uh, when I looked it up, I think, because I wrote this in a recent blog, which is the only reason I know this. Mm-hmm. It was in 1873 during the Meiji period of Japan.
2: 1873? I think 19. That's <laughs> like really recent. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true.
0: All right. So... Uh, Japan doesn't really have Lunar New Year, but what do you guys do for New Year in general? Like, even on, like, January 1st, or is there another day where Japan celebrates New Year's?
2: Uh, we celebrate on the January 1st, and then we actually do have some day-offs until January 3rd or 4th. It depends on the company.
0: though. So. Oh, so you guys just basically do your New Year's earlier than the rest of Asia.
2: It, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yuki
1: go are, are you the Japanese or is Steve the Japanese? <laughs> like who is introducing Japanese New Year?
3: Well I think we have friends from Japan that would really like to know what are the Japanese games that you've mentioned Okay okay let me calm down
2: um, so when I was a kid we used to do Hyakunin issue It's like a Japanese card and uh, the card is written in Asian Japanese and then the dealer reads it and then the others pick the card and then the other one i did was the hanetsuki it's uh it's just basically japanese badminton how is it different from western badminton or taiwanese badminton okay the japanese badminton the 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 racket is wood, wooden right? and then it has a hardcore japanese lady pictures on yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, like uh, how do you say it? like uh, uh, the the girls in kimono? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And it, it make a noise when you hit it, yeah. like. What's the noise? <laughs> it's like. <"Dun!"> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: All right, I am having such a great time in this episode. Like, I would say this is my favorite episode so far. Time flies when
0: you're having fun. That's what we always say in English. Well, I think that's going to pretty much do it for today. I think you guys learned a lot about different cultures. And it was really cool to have the guest on. So Yukiko, Victoria, thanks for coming on the show.
3: Thank you for having us. Um,
2: I feel like I did a horrible job, but uh, thank you for having me, having us.
0: No, you guys both did great. Thanks for coming on the show. Chinese New Year is on the way, so we're going to have this episode out hopefully by the end of this week or next week. But you won't really have another new episode until the beginning of February. That's because we're going on holiday here for a week. So please be patient, and we'll have a new episode out as soon as we can get it out. And after that, it should be a weekly show. Every week there should be a new episode. Mm
1: -hmm, That's right. Well, anyways, thank you guys for listening. This is Winnie.
0: This is Steve. And we'll see you next time. Happy Chinese New Year. Thanks for listening to Ride the Vibes. We're happy you enjoyed the show. We want to take our conversations around the world to reach more listeners. It would be totally awesome if you could like, share, and subscribe.
1: Please turn on the notification bell so you won't miss a single episode. And definitely get in contact with us if you have anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.